A reading from the first book of Kings. King Solomon stood and blessed the whole congregation of Israel, saying in a loud voice, Blessed be the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel, just as he promised. Not a single word has gone unfulfilled of the entire generous promise he made through his servant Moses. May the Lord our God be with us as he was with our fathers, and may he not forsake us nor cast us off. May he draw our hearts to himself, that we may follow him in everything and keep the commandments, statutes, and ordinances which he enjoined on our fathers. May this prayer I have offered to the Lord our God be present to him day and night, that he may uphold the cause of his servant and of his people Israel as each day requires, that all the peoples of the earth may know the Lord is God and there is no other. You must be wholly devoted to the Lord our God, observing his statutes and keeping his commandments as on this day. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I will praise your name forever, Lord. Every day I will praise you and I will praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and highly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. I will praise your name forever. Generation after generation praises your works, proclaims your might. They speak of the splendor of your glorious majesty and tell of your wondrous works. I will praise your name forever, Lord. They discourse of the power of your terrible deeds and declare your greatness. They publish the fame of your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your justice. I will praise your name forever, Lord. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. The Lord is good to all and compassionate toward all his works. I will praise your name forever, Lord. Let all your works give you thanks, O Lord, and let the faithful ones bless you. Let them discourse of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. I will praise your name forever, Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always on your account for the grace of God bestowed on you in Christ Jesus, that in him you were enriched in every way, with all discourse and all knowledge, as the testimony to Christ was confirmed among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you await for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will keep you firm to the end, irreproachable on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, and by him you were called to fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. When Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her weeping, he became perturbed and deeply troubled and said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so that this man would not have died? So Jesus, perturbed again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay across it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the dead man's sister, said to him, Lord, by now there will be a stench. He has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me, but because of the crowd here, I have said this, that they may believe that you sent me. 
And when he had said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, tied hand and foot with burial bands, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. So Jesus said to to them, Untie him and let him go. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I intentionally chose this gospel because on the Feast of Thanksgiving, we have special readings and there's a, a bunch of different readings we could choose. This gospel here of the raising of Lazarus, which is sort of an unusual choice. It's not one of the customary Thanksgiving gospels. But by my count, it's the only time we hear in scripture of Jesus vocally saying, thank you. Now, we know Jesus is always thankful and we, we see like on the occasion of the Last Supper when he, when he breaks bread, he gives thanks. Same when he multiplies the loaves and fishes, when he breaks bread in the, with uh, the disciples on the road to Emmaus. It's, but it's a passing reference that he gave thanks. Whereas here's the only time he says literally, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Uh, so it's worth meditating upon. Jesus, like I said, was always thankful for, to God, but he, he probably kept it within. Or he said it out loud, and this is the only time that the, the evangelists felt like it was worth recording. He does this intentionally. Again, he's, he's raising Lazarus here. He's about to raise Lazarus. Look again at what Jesus says. Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me, but because of the crowd here, I have said this, that they may believe that you sent me. So what Jesus is saying is, look, I don't need to say this out loud. I know, you know, I, I'm grateful for you. I know you hear me, but I want to say this out loud so that the people around me will learn. So there's, there's an intentionality. Jesus is, is teaching through his, his thanksgiving. Think of all the other things that Jesus does, how he teaches by his actions, things he didn't need to do, but he did to help others. He didn't need to call, for instance, the 12 apostles uh, to himself. He could have just done everything himself. Uh, but why? He wanted to show that we don't do things in isolation. Christ didn't. Yes, he could have just had the church all on him, but he wanted 12 pillars, 12 foundations. We need people around us. We need husbands and wives and children and friends and support. We need God. We are, we are in islands. And then when he chose the 12 apostles, he could have, he could have chosen the, the most perfect, the holiest men out there. But he didn't. He chose, he chose sinners. He chose simpletons. Okay, we are sinners. We are simpletons. We know people in our lives who are sinners and simpletons. We're not just surrounded by the perfect family members. So you have that, that lost sheep family member. There's a reason. Christ had, had them, those types of people in his, in his inner circle. So too are we. It causes us to be, what, compassionate understanding. Because we're just like that too. Anyways, so Jesus is speaking out loud and it's a lesson here. One, when you're, don't, don't hide. As he says on another occasion, you're, you're light under a bushel basket. As, quote, unquote, speak out loud. I'm not saying literally like speak, but, but show by your, your actions. Because people around you, are, they're like the disciples. They're sponges. They're observing you and they're going to learn from you. Like children. The apostles are like children. A kid imitates whatever his mom or dad says. He's watching very closely. I think about like my own parents, you know, the, the things that they spoke out loud, how I, how I observed and, and learned from them. 
I think of like my mom going to mass faithfully every Sunday. I mean, yeah, she told us to go and, but she didn't say like, this is why you need to go. She just went. And I saw how important that was. And, and I learned that going to mass on Sunday, worshiping God is, is a fundamental part of my life, like eating or sleeping, you know, going to school, whatever. I think of my dad, you know, how he faithfully went to work every day, uh, did his job, earned a living, uh, took care of, of, you know, provided for us, took care of the house, you know, along with my mom. You know, he was responsible. He was diligent. Uh, he was a man of integrity. Uh, he, he, was, he fulfilled his obligations. He wasn't selfish in that way. So I learned from that. Like, I have a job to do. I, I am called into this world uh, for labor, and I, and I do it. So anyways, think of, um, think of the lessons you've learned maybe from your parents or those around you, the way they, the disciples learned how to thank God. And take this as an encouragement for yourself, again, to speak out loud. Live, live, those, live your life well, and, and, and especially show your faith. Because the people around you, your children especially, are, are observing. They'll learn from you, and they'll be thankful for you at the end of their lives, especially. Now, the, the final thing, look, so Jesus, he's saying, thank you, Father. He's, he's about to raise Lazarus. He's just wept. This is just like an incredible scene, why Jesus wept. And I could give a whole nother homily on this, but, you know, he wept, you know, many reasons why he wept. But one is, it, they weren't tears of sorrow. They weren't tears of joy. There's just so much that Jesus is experiencing in this moment. You know, the beauty of Martha and Mary and their friendship for him, their, their love for their brother, the, the, the crowd that's weeping, you know, the, the great miracle that he knows he's about to do. How the, There's just so much there. It's like the only way he can, he can communicate this is through tears. Uh, so he just, he, it just flows out like a, a you know, dam bursting its, you know, whatever, the barriers. And then right after that goodness, there's so much there. What does he do? He thanks God. And then he performs the miracles. So as we gather around the Thanksgiving table, there's so much in, in our lives. You know, yes, a lot of food right before us, but all the things, our memories, our past, the people around us, you know, shed tears for, for God and then say thank you. And then go ahead and, and do the great miracles that Jesus is calling us to do in our lives. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless you.